Every single entrepreneur needs to hear that. Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Marketer Podcast. Perfection is the enemy of greatness. Where we discuss quick, actionable marketing tips, tricks and trends. You've got to learn how to fail up in this business. Now, please welcome your hosts. Brands have to get their heads out of their ROAS, dude. That is the most underrated marketing hack. Trevor Crump and Mark Goldhart. I mean, at that point, you're absolutely unstoppable. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Unstoppable Marketer Podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mark Goldhart. What's going on, Mark? Not much. Just in uh, just enjoying the holiday season. Took the kids and the family down to the in-laws. I'm, I had to stay home to work a little bit. But awesome. It's been good times. You know, right now we just uh, finished up Black Friday for a lot of our clients. For those of you who are listening who aren't as familiar with Black Friday, it is the uh, usually the biggest sale of the year that tends to happen here in the United States, but it has become an international sales holiday. But it's, it tends to be some of the biggest shopping days of the year uh, right after Black or right after Thanksgiving, uh, which is the last Thursday in November, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, usually brands tend to do anywhere from we've seen 20 to 40% of their yearly sales over that time. So that's how big it is. And that's exactly what we want to talk about today. Today, I think a good title for the, uh, for the podcast can be the booms and busts of sales. What do you think about that? Love it. Love the it. booms and busts. So booms is pretty much what I just talked about right? Everybody has a sale, whether it's Black Friday, whether it's a Mother's Day sale, whether it's a back to school sale, or whether it's just a random sale. The boom is where your offering is so great and so awesome that you get tons of your potentially returning customers and a bunch of new customers to come in and buy. And you literally just eat up a massive audience in order to get them to take action on that offer immediately. So that's the boom. Very successful. Uh, You got your desired outcome. And then what tends to happen is the post-sale hangover or the bust. Mark, you want to talk about the busts? Yeah. So during those booms, you're going to see uh, e-commerce conversion rates jump. They're going to double. I mean, depending on your offer, right? But yep. You're going to double. You're going to see a ton of people come through. You're going to burn up your email list, your retargeting funnels. And then all of a sudden you're left after the sale. And that's the bust, right? Your e-commerce conversion rates usually dip, right? Your traffic dips. So your cost pers tend to rise a little bit. Your, your efficiency goes down. So we yeah. want to address these, these trends. These are trends that if you have an e-commerce store, you are going to see this happen. You're going to have booms. You're going to have some busts. So how to avoid a bust altogether we're going to give you some tips on how to do that. And then also, we're just going to be real with you. It's very likely that you cannot avoid a bust completely. And you sure. might be able to shorten that bust. And these tips are going to help you get a, get around that. How, just from, from your experience, right? So for those of you, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, Mark and I have been in uh, the digital marketing space for over 10 years We've been in the e-commerce space for over five years, and we have grown and scaled e-commerce brands from six to seven figures and seven to eight figures. So we, we've got a good amount of experience in this. So of all the sales, of all the booms that we've been through, generally, just to, to your, like off the top of your head, how long does a bus tend to last? Uh, at, at least a week. 
Right. And then depending yeah. on and depending on how bad your account structure is and a bunch of other things, it can last up to a month. So yeah, that's I, generally the time frame, right? It just depends. Yeah. And if if it's lasting a month, um, that's a big problem, right? Like that's a that's a whole month's worth of anticipated sales that a lot of brands miss out on. And so that's why that's why listening to uh, this podcast this is going to be super, super crucial for you if you're in that space right now. So why don't we go through and talk about some of the things that brands should be doing to play maybe a little bit more uh, of an offensive strategy going into a bust, uh, as well as playing sometimes it is just a defensive strategy you don't know what's going to happen so let's just let's just give out some tips and uh and see where we go well, yeah let's do it so yeah, th- this first tip i have it's interesting right because a lot of brands they're, they're they're protective of their brand identity they don't want to have a discount going on all the time they yep so they they're very protective about when they give out a discount if you're one of these brands this this tip should apply to you so when you do release that discount you go all in so what happens is when you go all in on your performance marketing, if you have a good ad strategy, you are going to dig deep into your retargeting pools. You're going to dig deep. The problem is, is once you dig deep, if somebody didn't buy during that sale, well, they're not going to buy after. So yeah. you really need to focus on audience exclusions and getting rid of those people. Like You got to get new eyes and you're going to have to embrace that you are going to have a little bit of a bust. Okay, yep. you're going to have your your averages, your daily averages are going to dip. You're going to have a bust, but right now is a time to sow those seeds and get new eyes to build those new customers in about a week or two, depending on your marketing life cycle. That is my one tip. What are now. some of your what are your some of your tips to do that? Audience exclusion list. So you got to you got to look at your time period if your if your sale lasted a week and you dig deep and you reached all those people, you got to say, Hey, if they didn't buy, if they weren't interested now, chances are they're not interested now. I'm going to exclude in that last 14 days of engagers or visitors or video viewers. Okay. Those are the people that you want to start excluding because again, unless you're willing to offer them like a little secret deal. Yeah. Which a lot of brands aren't, but if you are one of those brands, do it. Give them a secret deal for another week. Let it let, let's see what plays out. If you're not, exclude those people and start anew. Love it, love it. Okay, my my first tip. Um, this is kind of an uh, offensive tip. So it's things that like things that you need to be doing well before you go into a boom cycle. All right, well before the post bust hangover even takes place. Um, one massive, massive trend that I'm seeing right now is, and I think a lot of people are noticing it, is in 2021, the idea of personal branding has absolutely blown up. Um, platforms like Instagram and TikTok are absolutely in love with people who are creating personal brands because the consumers are in love with it. We love consuming content around personal brands. No longer are consumers as interested in consuming just product-based content that the majority of e-commerce and B2C 
brands are distributing nowadays. And so you see the rise of the Kardashians, you see the rise of the Logan and Jake Pauls and these other really famous people that aren't that famous who've created these brands. Um, and you're starting to see more brands. What you want to do is you want to start to see more brands um, adopt some of that behavior, right? It's the time for brands to start showing faces, to start telling the stories of how they became a company or telling the stories of their employees, but just showing a little bit of heart and a little bit more personality behind the actual brand itself. No longer are people identifying with the logos the way that they used to. They used to think that's really cool and it meant a lot and it still does to a point, but nowadays people want to see other people. So for example, I've got a, I've got a personal brand account with just over 25,000 followers. And in 30 days, I have organically reached over 6 million people. Now, I did the math of what that would cost with the average CPMs, and it would cost around $90,000 with today's average CPMs in Facebook to reach that large of an audience. So that is the power of a personal brand. And I need, I, I think more more e-commerce, more uh, direct consumer brands need to adopt that as an offensive strategy so that those busts just don't happen as often or as long. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. $90,000. For free. For free. Now, you know, it's not as targeted oftentimes sure. as, as an ad would be, but that's free. That's exactly. free reach. You got to use that to your advantage. I love that tip right there. So for my next tip really quick is testing. So during these bust cycles, you just have to embrace it sometimes and just know, hey, like we're going to be in a little bit of a lull for a week or two. What can we do that we've been putting off for the last three months, six months, a year? What test can we start running? You have leaky buckets in your marketing funnel. It doesn't, I don't care who you are, you have them. You have them in your email strategy. You have them in your marketing and performance ad or your uh, your ad strategy. So wherever those leaky buckets might be right now is a perfect time to say, hey, what tests can we run to fill up those holes in those leaky buckets? So one of the ones I love to do is looking at your marketing automation strategy. Those ones usually sit on the back burner. Go in there, look at your ad to carts, look at your drop-offs see what kind of strategies you have play out. We ran a test once um, of an add to cart drop-off email and we changed the discount code from a 10% to a 15% discount code, which resulted in a click-through rate increase on this, uh, on this particular email of 30%. Jeez. So 30% email click-through rate increase on our marketing automation just with one little tweak i mean a five percent it was 10 to 15 percent discount code the, the click-through rates played out for three and a half more months it was worth it well worth absolutely it. wild absolutely yeah. wild yeah this is one of the i mean i don't think testing strategies are talked about enough what's so cool is if you are a marketing team right now or a brand on a budget this is where you should live right if you don't have all the money to be putting into ads or 
you know, uh, a tech strategy or whatever, testing an optimization on your email and your website. I mean, that's, that's virtually free money. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes analysis. But one tweak, like Mark just demonstrated, can yield massive results. I mean, if you want to break this down in, in like the most simple form, right? Let's say you have 100 visitors that go to your website and 2% of the time they convert. And let's say on average, they spend $100. So if 2% of 100 people convert, that means you've got two people who have purchased. And if they each are spending $100, then that means your business just made $200, right? If you were to get that percentage, that conversion percentage from 2% to 3%, now you've got three purchases at $100 and that's $300. You literally just upped your monthly revenue by 30% and you didn't have to spend a dime. That's the type of magic a conversion rate optimization strategy has. So I don't think that that is talked about enough, to be honest with you. Yeah, huge increase. I mean, 200 to 300, right? Dollars, yeah. So yep. that's actually a 50% increase. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I was looking at the uh, three and that's where the 30% yeah. came from. I apologize. Well, it's even better, right? So, <laughs> so <Yes>. 50% increase <laughs> from one small tweak. And, and these little wins are all over in your marketing strategy, whether it be in your ad copy, whether it be in, in a small discount code, whether it be in in your creative and the types of photos and images or videos you use, they're there. Yeah. You got to find them and and test. So take advantage of it, guys. Don't sleep on it. Love it. Take advantage of the time when you know it'll be a lull. Get going. Love that, dude. All right. Um, My second one, and I think probably is going to be our last tip for for the podcast, uh, is this is going back to another offensive strategy. It's building out a community. So we are in the rise of... Probably, in in my opinion, one of the most aggressively competitive times for direct consumer businesses. Meaning, uh, it, it's easier now than it ever has been to start a business. So, with that ease comes what I've heard people call it as the "me too" boom of businesses. Meaning, you get somebody who starts a brand and they're doing really, really well, and then somebody comes in and copies that brand. The moment they start to copy your brand, they start to take your target audience and your customers potentially away from you, which increases costs, increases competition, potentially can decrease your revenue, et cetera, et cetera. What brands can't do, what businesses can't do is they cannot steal your community. So my number two tip is community building, all right? When you can build a community of people, that's when those booms, what we've noticed with all of our clients, with all of our experience in marketing, the, cl- the companies, the brands that have a community experience either no bust or a very, very small bust from a time perspective, all right? When you've built a community of people who are supporting you who believe in your mission, who are helping other people, you've literally got a customer for life. What's great about a community is not only do they become your own brand advocates and your little brand army, they also increase your lifetime value. What's awesome about the increase of lifetime value, also a metric that I just don't think is talked about enough, is let's say costs are rising, but your customer comes back four or five times within a 12-month time period, those co- those rising costs don't aren't going to impact you as much 
Because as you acquire a new customer, you know that that person on average might come back four or five times. So you can justify potentially losing money on the first acquisition of that customer, which is a really, really cool and empowering place to be. So I love the idea of community. You're starting to see um, a lot more brands and a lot more personal brands uh, pick up on this. And um, you're starting to see things like community managers actually become a legitimate position um, that's very sought after in in the space now. So uh, my last and final tip is building a community. Make sure you're spending time uh, doing that and you will see it, it is going to take time and it's going to take effort, but the dividends are absolutely massive. Yeah. Yeah. I think that those are two solid tips. You know, one one of our clients is masterful at doing both of these things on the organic side, right? They have a yes. great personal brand that's attached to their their business and they have built a solid, solid community. So after Black Friday, their averages only dipped 15%. And that's it. Which right? is from easy. the weeks before. Yeah. And we and we haven't mentioned that month over month they were growing twenty percent since February. Jeez. So Every month was 20 to 30% better than the, the month prior. And they didn't even see much of a dip going into December. I mean, granted, everyone's going to see a little dip during Christmas, but right for sure. That, that's impressive to see that they barely dipped. And the reason why is what Trevor's talking about right now is, is because they keep it personal and because they have a community that they've built. It took them years to build that community. Yeah. But that's why they have such a high returning customer rate. That's why their lifetime values are so high. That's why they can make the right investments. You know what I love about, I think, so we just gave four tips. I think three of those four tips require no additional money. Do you recognize that? Those are literally free things that you can be doing to grow your business, to avoid the bus or make them hurt a lot less absolutely free no money involved so take note of those things but the pain uh, the pain of those three things is their long term plays for sure yep yeah so don't get caught up in short term gains all the time yes you got to get those short term gains you got to pay the bills you got to make money you got to grow but if you want long term sustained success that those are the kinds of investments time investments you need to make yeah i love that dude what a what a solid way to end don't uh, don't focus on the short term. You know, you need it, but make sure if you're going to focus on the short term, you're doubling down on the long term as well. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, sticking around with us. Um, if you are not following us, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Also, if you want to if you want to DM us and actually reach out to us, chat with us, get to know us, ask us questions, maybe give us. Um, uh, some suggestions for topics, reach out to us at the Trevor Crump on Instagram, DM me, um, and let's chat and, uh, and, and discuss what your problems are and answer any questions. Um, but Mark, thank you so much as always for joining and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Marketer Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment to help spread the word. 
Have a burning question for Trevor and Mark or a topic you'd love them to discuss? Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find the guys on Instagram at the Trevor Crump. See you next time. <laughs>